creature is driven by rage and pursued by an investigative reporter. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. The creature is wanted for a murder he didn't commit. David Banner is believed to be dead. And he must let the world think that he is dead until he can find a way to control the raging spirit that dwells within him. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. My name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at IamCalebB. I am, of course, joined by my good friend, co-host and producer, of course, Eddie Cornelison, who you can follow at e d d y c eight five follow the show on twitter at ec underscore hero check out our instagram ec HeroCast, and our gmail is ec HeroCast at gmail.com also you can check me out every thursday morning on the grave consequences podcast which is a part of the social suplex podcast network the recording date is october 25th monday night and we are here to, to review in our 84th episode here in the main line, The Incredible Hulk from 2008. Correct. Yes, the <laughs> real first Hulk movie of the MCU. And actually the only Hulk movie of the MCU. I disagree. It is Let's the sequel. Bad. No. No. Wrong. No, correct. Look, was- the other one is, but it isn't part of the MCU. It's not. Well, it is and it isn't, because this one picks up the story from the last one, undoubtedly. But when they made the last one, I don't think they knew that they were going to do the Avengers and all that stuff. Maybe they had thought about it, but uh, they didn't actually, you know, do anything towards it. So... It is canon, but it isn't, so it's whichever. But it, this absolutely is a sequel. It's a soft reboot, but it's a sequel. I disagree. Well, then why would Bruce Banner be in Brazil? Uh, Because he chose to go to Brazil for vacation. I don't know. Then how did he get his powers? Um, I don't know. Magic? It's a sequel, which is fine, Whatever. but uh, it's a soft reboot. No more uh, Jennifer Garner. You mean Jennifer Conley? Yeah, her too. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, what were you doing? Did you did you have any trips that you went on on June 13 of 2008 or around that time? No, no trips. Um, I will say, I wrapped up. Call uh, well. Uh, community college at this time. I love, I love hearing about your college exploits, pal. You're gonna love this one. Yeah. So winter quarter of '08, I got Earth Systems, which doesn't even sound like a real class, and I don't remember it. And then uh, Civilization 102, which I remember, it was boring and awful. Then we had uh, images of men and women, which uh, is a thing that exists. And finally, <clears throat> the main event, comparative religion. Let me tell you about the comparative religion teacher. 
So here's how the class went. You'd go in first day. It's like you learn about a religion. Started with Christianity. And you write a paper on it. Next week, Judaism. Next week, Islam. And so forth. And we got all the way to voodoo, which I didn't even realize was an actual religion. But And a couple things about this guy. Number one, I think he believes in every religion. Like, I think he thinks when you die, whatever you believe, that's where you go. Which I suppose is... Um, not unheard of, but uh, a little strange. If I can hop in real quick, most religions are kind of an all-or-nothing thing. So, like, there, there's no, not really, like, by most faiths, is there, like, room for a quote-unquote safety school, if you will. Right. So. This Well, this is just the vibe I got from this guy. Yeah. So, the other thing is when you would, uh, when you would write a paper... You were never allowed to say, like, I believe Jesus, or I think Muhammad. No, that was not allowed. He would send it back. You had to write, this scholar believes. So it was like, mm. this scholar believes that Jesus, blah, blah, blah. This scholar believes that uh, the four pillars of Islam, whatever. And it sounded stupid, because it was stupid. And I always imagined, like, what would happen if I did this in another class? Like, I feel like the teacher would be like, why the hell do you keep calling yourself this scholar? Are you trying to pad the length of your paper? Like, just say I like a normal person. Stop churching it up, son. Yeah, it was all this scholar believes. And again, if you, unless you were quoting someone, and he did this to be before, if you send a paper that says, I think, send it back, correct it, put this scholar. But... And there's a few other stories I could get into with this guy. He would always call the uh, – he would never just say – because we used to have a Christopher Columbus statue at Columbus State. They got rid of it, which oh, no. did end racism, by the way, if you're wondering. Yeah, of course. But he would never call it just the statue or anything. It would be like, well, if you want to try to get to my office, you go outside. You turn right at the statue of that slave master. It was always oh, – <laughs> it was always the slave master. He just couldn't say statue – he always had to just throw in that slave master. It's like, okay, dude, we get it. But here's 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 he's going for word count. Yeah, here's the, the 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 main event. The main event. This is where I wish smart. It was a small class, so if I'd have tried to record him, he probably would have seen it. But uh, and also, smartphones couldn't do that back then. But this no, would be least, one. It'd be it, like in like 68p or something. Yeah. And it'd be like 30 seconds. But this yeah. this would be one where if I could record it, this would go viral. Like all these weird professors you see on YouTube, like making weird claims like, you know, I don't know, whatever they say. Just, you can find them. But uh, he was talking about the movie Passion of the Christ. And he hated the movie. Which, okay, no one's saying you have to like the movie. I thought it was good, but I mean it's it's not your typical movie. I mean I, I know the story, and I know people that don't like it usually say it's too graphic. Apparently, it wasn't graphic enough for this guy. <laughs> what? So he had two complaints with it, and he's like, first off, let me tell you guys, Mel Gibson is a shyster," and I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go," and I'm just like, yeah. "I'm strapping in." <laughs> I'm strapping thought, in because I, thought, I know he's about to go on a crazy rant. 
I could be wrong. For the longest time, I thought shyster was like a defamatory, like anti-Jewish slur. It kind of is. <laughs> okay, I thought so. Uh, but Mel Gibson, not not Jewish. Exactly. Uh, quite the opposite. Yeah. But he, I, I specifically remember him calling Mel Gibson a shyster. And he had a lot of weird rants, like, of course, the Cleveland Indians, Chief Wall, who was another rant of his. This one was the one that always stuck out to me. And he said, you know, in the movie, when Jesus is getting his hand nailed to the cross, it's Mel Gibson's hand that is doing the nailing. And I think that he is just... Uh, trying to apologize for his sins, and he's blaming himself and 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 people like him for putting Jesus on the cross. And I just think that's wrong. I'm like, what in the hell is he talking? Like, I looked it up. Apparently, that is true. But like, who cares? <laughs> like, who cares whose hands they were? It was, you know, it could have been an extra. It could have been Bob the stagehand. It could have been, an, you know, Fred the, the 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 extra that you're paying five hundred dollars to just borrow his hands for a two second shot. So I don't know. It was a weird criticism, but not the main criticism of the movie. No, 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 no. So his main criticism, and you can tell I'm not making this up because I could never ever think of something this weird and I almost feel sacrilegious even saying it because it's so wrong but he he mentioned he's like you know the movie also hu- uh, didn't humanize Jesus and it should have really humanized Jesus um, I'm like wait what's he where's this going and he's like you know when when he died his feet were about at eye level when you're on the cross, right? And I'm thinking like, yeah, that seems about right. And he's like, you know, when someone dies, they lose control of their bowels. And oh that, my! God. And that was not in the movie, and it should have been. And I'm like, yeah, sorry, what? Yeah, three, out <laughs> three out of ten. Three out of ten. Jesus didn't shit himself. I'm like, what kind of criticism of a movie is That's that? So weird. I'm like, yeah. and I'm and a quick, you know, in my mind, I'm also, thinking by like, the way, by the way, just so you know, um, yes, people do like eventually evacuate themselves, but it's not necessarily instantaneous because like, for example, and unfortunately, um, I saw my dead father and the room didn't smell. Yeah. I mean, it. I think, look, I know that is true because like. Even if South you don't Park. even realize it. has a whole episode about it. Yeah, like even if you don't realize it, you're holding things into your bowels. So if you're yeah. dead, every muscle's you know stops working. Yeah. But uh, every movie I've ever seen where someone dies, that doesn't <laughs> happen. And I'm just I, yeah. in, in a brief moment in my mind, I had this thing because yeah. he he had to mention that. You know, Jesus' feet was about eye level with everybody because he's on a cross. I'm like, yeah. what did he want to see? Did he want to see, like, you know, all, you know, his Mary, uh, the mom Mary, and then Mary Magdalene, like, just standing there and, like, poop drop? Like, what? Why would, why would you even want that? Like, even, even if you were just like, I don't even believe in Jesus, I'm an atheist, whatever, but I'm just going to see this movie just because whatever. Like, why would anyone want to see that in a movie and that was his criticism of it and i was just like i was just blown away i'm like these 
how are these words actually coming out of a human being? Like, this is the most weird movie criticism I've ever heard in my life. And I've, I follow the, uh, like the, it's a Twitter account that posts like Amazon reviews that are just really stupid or whatever. A lot of them I think are people just screwing around, but I've never even seen something remotely approaching that. And he was dead serious. And yeah, it was just, I was like, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. And like the other students loved this guy. They were just like, Oh, I've learned so much from you, and I'm just like, this guy's so full of shit. Like, <laughs> which is ironic because he wishes, you know, you weren't. But yeah, I was just like, this is, I, I can't, I can't deal with this guy. Like, I was so happy to get out of his class, and I, I kind of indirectly told him so. Um, he, we, you, he would pass out the papers, and then afterwards he would call some people into the hallway. And I usually, I just figured it was for clarification on something that you wrote or whatever. And he did it to me once, but then he followed it up with, don't worry, everybody, he didn't fail. I'm like, oh, that was weird. He never says something like that. Yeah. And then he brought me weird. out and he's like, well, so like I said, you didn't fail, but you, you did get the lowest grade in the class. And it's trying to be nice because it's like, it's my last quarter. I don't want to repeat this ridiculous class. Because I thought it, and I told him, like, well, you know, I'll be honest, I, I thought this would be uh, a lot easier. Uh, I I needed, um, you know, kind of a, an easy credit because, and obviously this is just a general class, and um, I'm trying to get to my real school after this, so no offense, but uh, I don't care about this class. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, which goes back to my point. You want to lower the cost of college? Lower the get rid of these classes nobody learns anything in fact i'm dumber for having taken it but i had to pay for it so anyway so that's uh that's the story and that was a real life movie criticism of that someone actually had of the passion of the christ apparently the yeah. violence did not bother him he, he wanted more he wanted more yeah. bodily functions to happen it was the yeah it was the lack of poo yeah really bothered man yeah, uh, after all that, I mean, bro, I was a 14-year-old. I didn't have a license. I was too young to have a license or anything, don't have any money. So what am I doing in June of 2008, you know, play, watching my brother's, like, American Legion baseball games and, I don't know, going to uh, summer lifting? Like, that's about it. Well, I mean, your summer was better than mine. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I my, guess. Mine was so. spent, you know, hearing about how... Cleveland Indians are racist and <laughs> yeah that was another funny thing is I after I said all that to him I felt bad and I in another textbook of a different class I saw a photo of like Chief Wahoo and it was like comparing him to an actual Indian and it was like a it was like a uh, political cartoon type of thing I'm like oh he'll appreciate this and it'll kind of smooth things over because I feel like we got off on a bad foot I showed it to him. He's like, this isn't our textbook. I'm like, well, I know. It's another class I'm taking, but I just thought you'd find it funny. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to sit down. This, I thought this would be right up your alley with your slave master jokes, but apparently it was. And then he yeah. went into a big spiel about how the Florida State Seminoles are the only team that gets it right. <laughs> don't ask. I don't even know. What? Yeah, because they <laughs> to the 
Seminole tribe. I understand. I but know. it's just so. <laughs> he went on this big thing. He's like, you know, the sem when he comes out with a flaming, you know, flaming uh spear. That's so awesome. It's like, but none of these other teams do that. <laughs> like, mm. okay, dude, I shouldn't have brought that up. So. What? So the Braves can't have Chief Nakahoma? They don't. They didn't get that right, huh? I guess not. No, only the Seminoles are allowed no. to. I am I am joking. Yeah, I can see how Chief Nakahoma was offensive to just about everyone. Well, now, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he's not still teaching. I can't imagine. He he seems like a real. Um, the teacher seemed like a guy that wouldn't stay in one spot for too long. So I can't imagine he's still teaching there. He's probably off saving the rainforest or some. Fair enough. Yeah, maybe he went out into the wild like uh, Alexander Supertramp or something. Um. Okay, uh, number one song in the country, same as last week because the, this movie came out a month, or five weeks later. Lollipop by Lil Wayne, you know, still a still a banger, that sort of thing. Champions in wrestling at the time. Let's see here. Okay, on the WWE side, Triple H was the WWE champion on Raw. Kane was the ECW champion, as previously mentioned, and on SmackDown. Edge was your world heavyweight champion in TNA. Of course, Samoa Joe, still your TNA world heavyweight champion and ring of honor still in his legendary one run. Nigel McGinnis is your ROH world champion. Those are your champions in wrestling. And with that, uh, we can get into the financials. Let's see here. This movie had a budget of $137.5 million dollars. At a reported box office of 264.8 million, which leads to a profit of 127.3 million dollars. So the profit smaller than the budget. Yeah, but the good news is uh, 100. Uh, it's 23 on the list, right behind Superman 2, but above Sin City, 162.2 for adjusted. Uh, yeah. Hulk, the first one, is 26 on the list, so it did do better than that, so yeah. you got that, and uh, I don't know if this is, will come up, but uh, it is worth so mentioning. Like... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, oh, this is more just because it was announced this, I think it was announced this week, I could be wrong, but uh, let me actually double check, uh, it was, this article has no date, so we'll just go with this week. Uh, okay. World War Hulk is announced so uh what? yet again a uh our podcast coincides with real life news and uh yeah it's gonna be late 2020 sorry late 2022 and the film will be the third hulk movie but it will also um it will take place after the events of she hulk which i guess will be early 2022 so you will have to watch that for World War Hulk, which is an awesome name, to uh, it's uh, for all that to uh, to make sense. So the the third Hulk movie finally coming out. I think this one will actually be a much better financial success than the first two. Just a thought. The first, yeah, the first headlining film in the MCU for Mark Ruffalo, for what it's worth. I know, which we could get into the cast because we got a whole new one. <laughs> yep. And starring as Bruce Banner, we have Mark Ruffalo. Ah, I'm kidding. No. Oh, Go ahead. man. God, we, we recast everybody. Um, yes. I guess. Because we're... it's not a sequel. 
Well, it is a sequel. They just recast everybody. How about William Hurt as Thaddeus Ross? Well, look here. I appreciate Sam Elliott, but like... He looked just like him. (laughs) As Thundergun Ross, like William Hurt was much better in my opinion. It's not Thundergun. What was it? What was his nickname? Was it Thunderbird? <laughs> Thunderbolt, but Thundergun's pretty cool. Well, Thundergun is the always sunny thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but no, he was he was really good as uh, as uh, General Ross or whatever his rank was. I enjoyed him. Yeah, he was good. You're right, Sam Elliott. I, I liked a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Thaddeus Ross. Um, Kind of a, kind of a dick. I can see why his daughter hates him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. How about um, Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky slash Abomination? Okay. First off, I, I don't. I've never seen Abomination anywhere until this, so I don't have any heat with the portrayal of abomination if if you do that's fine but i don't personally um that being said i mean they did a they wrote this character pretty well in my opinion like they, they made him somewhat relatable and you know they they gave him that you know that tenacity that you like about him like he wanted to take that that serum because he just he wanted to be better and it's you know, of course, you know, as the saying goes, the road to hell is paved with good intention. And that's where things led. But, like, he's not an awful guy. He just wanted to, you know, do the right thing for his government, which, I mean, I I guess more power to him. Yeah, I, I, I liked this character a lot. It was... I liked that he decided that he could fight Hulk with just this small little serum. Um, I mean, you said a lot that was, you know, he was trying to, you know, be better than Hulk. And that was his, you know, his deal that he wanted to be the best. He was kind of like this guy that was stuck in the past. He's this great soldier. He's learned a lot, but now his body's getting older. So, you know, he's, he's decided, well, I'll take this uh, Hulk serum and, you know, I'll I'll be the new Hulk and I'll be the strongest. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was really good. Tim Roth is a, is a good actor. Like yeah. Him. Also, shout out to Tim Blake Nelson. I can't remember his character name right now. Help me out. Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, he was the scientist. He was Mister Blue. Was that it? Yeah, Mister Blue, Samuel Stearns. Shout out to him. Uh, have you seen? In um, uh, help me out here. Uh, oh, oh, brother, where art thou? Have you seen Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, long time ago, but I've seen it. That had a great song in there. Yeah, yeah, he actually sang that. Uh, he helped, you know, he was a part of that little trio that actually sang that. For what it's worth, you know, it wasn't like a George Clooney situation where someone else was singing for him. Man of constant uh, sorrow. Yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, man, that's got to be the outro then. And. Also, born in Tulsa, Oklahoma, for what it's worth. How about that? Yeah, how about it? How about it? What a guy. What a guy. 
Well, we got a new uh, Betty Ross. She's no Jenny Ble- or she's no Jennifer Conley. I'm going to say that right now. But uh, that being Liv said, Tyler. that's a good thing in this context because, you know, I said my piece about Jennifer Conley and Hulk. Liv Tyler actually cared, and it showed. Yeah, he, she, yeah, it, uh, the the first Betty Ross. I mean, look, other than Sam Elliott and um, Nick Nolte, uh, not a lot of people did care in the first Hulk. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Liv Tyler was a was a significant upgrade, I must say. Yeah, did you like her in Armageddon? You know, I've never seen Armageddon. Oh, really? I've... Aren't you a Bruce Willis guy? I well, the problem is I've seen the end, so it just I didn't want to see the rest of it. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, I already know Bruce Willis dies, and yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Mhm. Mhm. Well, how about Edward Norton as Bruce Banner? A big upgrade over Eric Banner. Well, yeah, I would say so. Uh, bro, the whole time I'm like, man, because I love him in Fight Club. Um, the whole time I'm seeing this, I'm like, man, this just feels like too good to be true. You know, seeing Edward Norton in an MCU movie. And it basically was because this was the only one he did. Yeah, I'm not sure why that is. I mean, like, if I were to cast Edward Norton in the MCU, I would not have picked Bruce Banner. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I'd pick. I'd have to think about it, but uh, yeah, um, it's 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 one of those things. It's like he's a great actor. I don't know if this was necessarily the right role for him. Yeah, um, but he did well, you know, with the particular role that he had. I don't know. Now I'm trying to think who would. I don't know. I suppose it... he could be like a a villain. We could find a villain spot for him. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, he you know he shows up in. Um, a movie that we're going to do like a year from now, maybe two years from now at this rate, but uh, as a villain in like a very small role. But, you know, that being said, it's like, it's one of those like matchups you want to like, and you do like it while it's there, but you're just the whole time you're thinking to yourself, like, this can't last. Surely it can't. <laughs> like, like, have the Titans or like the Yankees ever got someone and you're like, okay, this is cool, but there's no way this is going to last, man. Um, like Anthony Rizzo, for example. Well, he might come back. We'll see. Yeah. By the way, we're not reviewing Birdman, so I don't know what movie you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I know it's I, Alita. Okay, I was gonna say I don't know if you've seen it, but yeah. Yeah. Now, Birdman, not a superhero movie. No, it's a it's a movie about a superhero movie. Yeah, not even a good movie. No. Well, it was a good movie, and then the ending just. You know, but hey, the ending it was, just defecated all over it. Since that's the word it, of the day, it was one shot, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, real. It's I mean, gotta be. I don't know. I mean, I just like he he flew away at the end. Like, really, that's what we're doing? I haven't seen it. Thanks for the spoiler. Well, you made it seem like you saw it. Whatever, dude. Well, it's been out for several years. You should have seen it. It's good, it's just the ending is so stupid. Yeah. It's like the whole movie's based in reality, and then the ending is like, oh, but superheroes do exist. It's like, no, no they don't. Not in this universe that you just created, but... 
Whatever. It's stupid. Anyway, Edward Norton wants people to like have sex with him on stage. It's pretty funny. That's hot. That's hot. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get into the plot. You didn't really give a clear review of what you thought of Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. I thought I did. I said he was <laughs> he's a good actor and he did well in the role, but it's probably not the right role for him. Fair enough. He doesn't look Fair like enough. a scientist to me. Uh, yeah. He looks like a financial backer to a scientist, you know? Yeah, he would... Yeah. You know, if the... I can't remember his name. If the dude from Netflix didn't do such a great job with Daredevil, I could see Edward Norton as Daredevil. But mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want... I think the guy from Netflix, who, I, like I said, his name escapes me, but he... He does it way better. Well, I don't know if he would do it way better. I've never seen Edward Norton do Daredevil, but he does a great enough job. Plus, might as well keep that in canon. I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Anyway, Edward Norton could be Daredevil. There's multiple Daredevils, so there you go. Yeah. I think I think there is. Anyway. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. There's not multiple Daredevils. Damn it. <laughs> Who am I thinking of this multiple of? I don't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Charlie Charlie Cox played Daredevil and freaking yes. um the Netflix show. And Ben Affleck played Daredevil. Well, no, and, he, he did not do well. Whatever. Yeah, there's like okay, there's like two people of note that have played Daredevil. And I mentioned both of them. Right. And I was thinking uh Unless there were more than one Daredevils in Marvel, but no, there's only one. I was, yeah. I don't know who I was thinking. Of. Maybe Green Lantern. I think there's several Green Lanterns. But I think Charlie Cox is supposed to be in the new Spider-Man. I think you're right. And I Flashes. Could've... There's more than one Flash. Yeah. I yeah, think there's... one of them just came out. So congrats yeah. to him. What? What do you? <laughs> Are you being serious, or I don't know what you're talking about at this rate? You've lost me. I've lost the plot. I think uh, DC. I know Superman's son is gay. I thought there was one of the versions of Flash. Oh, you mean in the comics? Yeah, because whatever. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, it's not like congratulations because he's not a real person, but <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not like you wrote them to be gay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Superman. Oh yeah, this okay. That was it. The CW reportedly wants to introduce an LGBT Flash. So, okay. Well, yeah, you know, go for it. I guess I don't know. I don't watch the CW shows, but yeah, no. Anyway, now let's get into the plot. <laughs> After we recast Edward Norton in like a bunch of different movies, which are all DC mostly. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's gonna play Gay Flash or whatever it was we. <laughs> His name is not Gay Flash. Are you kidding me? It's just Flash. <laughs> oh, sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you know, more power to you, but whatever. All right. Well. We're both canceled. Yeah, because, well, not me. You, yeah. for sure. No, you're, you are canceled, pal. You're canceled by association. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Well, we uh, so we open because this is a sequel. 
the uh not well we we the opening credits are all reshot with Edward Norton <laughs> but it was the, the exact it, same scenes <laughs> it took them 2 minutes to explain what took the last movie half an hour yeah that was the problem with the last movie is it was so boring and the origin took so long like no no i paused the movie i'm like okay like they've explained quite a lot what's the runtime so far just over two minutes, and they'd established in a little over two minutes what took the movie half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Bruce Banner has made his way to Brazil, much like at the end of the last movie. And he's working on his anger problems. He has a job at a uh, bottling drinks. There's an accident at work, and his blood gets into one of the bottles. Bruce is, uh, you know, he's working on a cure for himself. He sends some of his blood off to someone named Mr. Blue. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the bottle with the blood in it, it was drank by some random guy in Milwaukee who looks who a lo- lot like Stan Lee. He does, yeah, yeah. Pretty, uh, you know, off the beaten path, Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, he drinks for it a, and he's like, wow, and then drops the bottle. <laughs> yeah, more serious than most Stan Lee cameos, for sure. Yeah, so... You know, word got around that uh, this guy got gamma poisoning or whatever from this drink, so they were able yeah. to piece together where, you know, Bruce Banner is. Yeah. And, uh, well, General Ross was, rather. Mm-hmm. And he sends this Russian soldier, not sure why we're using the Russian soldiers, but he, uh, he sends him, Emil Blonsky, to the bottling factory. And Emil and his soldiers, they chase Bruce through the streets hey. of Brazil. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is Emil any relation to Chet the Jet? No. Oh, never mind. Why would he be? Oh, wait, sorry. That that was Chet the Jet J- Jablonski, not Blonsky. Pardon me. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the chase ends up at the bottling plant. That's where Bruce turns into the Hulk. Mm-hmm. And Hulk, of course, dispatches of this group. Fairly easily, he throws yeah. a forklift at Emil, which is pretty good. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, you don't actually see the Hulk in this scene. Not a lot of them. Yeah. But Emil, he wants another crack at uh, at Hulk, which I could respect. Yes. Which, uh, <laughs> I mean, idiot Ross didn't brief him on what Banner could do, which I'd yeah. be kind of furious. Yeah. You didn't say he could turn green, pal. Yeah. So Ross tells him, uh, Ross tells him all about Banner and what happened to him, and Emil says, oh, if I could have my brain right now, but go back and have the body I had ten years ago, well, that'd be someone I wouldn't want to fight. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was a cool line. And yeah. Ross is like, well, that can be arranged. Yeah. Hey, this was this a PG-13 movie? I think so. Well, the line there should have been... Um... I'd be I'd be someone I wouldn't want to f with, you know. Use your f word. Come on. Well, they didn't have that back then, I don't think. Oh, okay. Pardon me. Now PG thirteens get one f bomb. Yep. Or if you're past ten o'clock at night on FX, you can just drop it as much as you want. I was gonna say yeah, I hear it like a lot on Chucky, by the way. Yeah, Chucky, uh, American Horror Story drops several f bombs. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> Normalize the F-bomb. But we can't yeah. play it on here. Trying to yeah. keep it clean for the iTunes ratings. 
Yeah, normalized fudge, pal. Mm-hmm. So Bruce makes it back to America. He sneaks into a lab as a pizza man, giving Lou Ferrigno a free pizza. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Lou Ferrigno got another security job somewhere. He's clearly My- not good at it. He can be bribed with pizza. And also, yeah, Lou Ferrigno, it's not like he didn't already get work in this movie because he's the voice of Hulk. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I like that they, they include old, old Lou. Yeah, I suppose. You don't like it? No, it's fine. It's fine. I dig it. Got nothing against it. So, uh, he sneaks into this lab, and in the lab... Uh, we also see Peter Parker's future teacher, Mr. Harrington. So that's where he was working before he was teaching high school. Yeah. Did you catch that? I did not. Yeah, it's uh, Guilfoyle from Silicon Valley. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was eating pizza excitedly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's trying to get more data on Mr. Blue, or for Mr. Blue, rather. And then afterwards, he reunites with Betty. But uh, during a walk in the park, uh, Emil rolls up on Bruce. And they chase him with all these Humvees. And he turns into the Hulk. Probably, in my opinion, my favorite scene in the movie. Uh, thought it was pretty cool. And they trap, uh, they trapped him into this glass bridge, and uh, he turns into Hulk. And this is this this part favorite scene. So. Emil tries. Uh, Emil tries to fight him. Doesn't go well for him. He just boots him into a tree, and then yeah. we get the uh, like, is that tearing up the Humvees and. Yeah, doesn't Emil say like, "Is that all you got?" And then he kicks him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Emil. He was he was fast, so he was able to dodge some of Hulk's attacks, and then Hulk just boots him, and he just like bowling balls into a tree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they try these supersonic waves on him. Seems to be working for a little bit, but then, you know, Hulk destroys those. He's smashing up all the Humvees. Uh, it was very cool. And then, uh, Betty approaches Hulk, uh, who's nearly killed by this helicopter. Well, there's like a, a helicopter gunship that they send in. And, uh, Hulk's nearly, well, Betty approaches him. The helicopter crashes when Hulk throws something at it. And then Hulk saves Betty from it. So, and then they kind of run off together. We don't see where yet. And then we learn that it was Betty's boyfriend, Leonard, aka the dad in Modern Family, who tipped off Ross say, to their location. Dude, dude, Phil Dunphy as the uh, like replacement love interest—that is like excellent casting. It really was. I wanted him to like cut away to a talking head, like, gosh, you know. <laughs> Her father is uh, just the worst. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's maybe it's just not the right woman for me. Yeah, it could be. And then he meets what's her name? Yeah, what's her name? And then they Bro, have... I my family, okay? Um yeah, I, don't, I didn't I've seen a few episodes, but I mean it's it's fine. It's fine. I don't make a habit of watching it though, is all I'm saying. No, I don't either. I follow the one daughter on Instagram though. I get her <laughs> I forget what her name was. Are you, about, are you talking about the younger one? She, well, yeah, she had glasses. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I got you, dog. All right. She grew up. It's fine. Uh, yeah, she did. 
so Hulk takes, uh, he actually takes Betty to this cave as Ross meets with Emil in the hospital, who's nearly paralyzed. Uh, but not for long. Uh, the next day, Bruce gets uh, the data back after he ate it. He ate the fire stick. Uh, remember those? Man, fire sticks. Mm. Wait, what? Not fire sticks. What am I thinking of? That's a cable that's a, service. I was, that's the flash freaking, drive. Flash drive. That's it. The fire stick is freaking yeah. Amazon like Roku thing. That'd, um, be hard. That'd be hard to eat. Yes, the flash yeah. drive. That's not yeah, I remember. I remember flash drives quite well. I remember like you know typing reports on them and saving them to school computers and so on and so forth. Yep, so did I. This scholar is writing on a flash drive. And, this scholar. Yep, saving it to talk about uh, you know the Quran and then Voodoo yeah. and Hindu and how well Jesus uh, should well, have defecated when he died. Well, yeah. this. This scholar is telling your competitive religion <laughs> professor to blow it out his ass. That's what he's doing. Well, he will when he dies, if he if he has any say. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he a, in, I, I can't reiterate that enough. That's not necessarily immediate. Well, I, he, I, I don't know. He thought it was, I guess. Maybe he thought because... I thought it G- was. Too. Maybe he saw that episode of South Park and he's like, it must be immediate. Like, maybe that was his basis. Maybe he thought if it's like, oh, gravity, you know, Jesus is standing. But, like, yeah. also, they probably didn't feed him, so he wouldn't maybe necessarily have anything in his system. Yeah, maybe know? not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like, the blood, wasn't the blood enough when Jesus gigged with the crown of thorns? Like, I don't know. Like, what more do you need? <laughs> what more do you need? Like you said Jesus gigged. Yeah, the crown of thorns. Have you look? I got a rose bush out front, and that that thing pricks me all the time when I try to trim it. You know uh, every. So I can't imagine wrapping right? one around my head. Yeah, I mean, you know, every rose has its thorn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brett Michaels even wrote a song about it. I know. Yeah. It's called "Every Rose Has Its Thorn." He's a big fan of rose bushes. It's true. Yep. And so, other bushes, I'm sure. So uh, he and Betty, they try to sleep with each other, but uh, Bruce is worried that his heart rate will get too high. Yeah, and he's going to go green. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. That was weird. 200's yeah. a very high heart rate, so uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've been up to like 130 when I'm exercising, or like, you know, as high as like 150, and it's like, I need to level out. Yeah, like 200, like... Look, I've never, I don't wear a heart monitor, uh, that's especially between, during sex, but like. That, that's between three and four beats per second. Like, no, that's too much, dude. Yeah, but they, they established it was 200, by the way. Yeah. Like, they make it very clear it's 200 beats per minute. And, I mean, I'll, I'll check it when I'm on like a treadmill and you grab the metal bar and it tells you and it's nowhere near 200 and I'm like gasping yeah. for air, so yeah. I can't imagine, uh. I can't imagine the kind of sex you'd have to have to get your heart rate to 200 beats a minute. Yeah. No, I don't know. I bet Brett Michaels would know. Maybe. So, we finally meet Mr. Blue. Actually, backtrack. They make it to New York City, and the military tracks their emails. Then we yep. meet Mr. Blue. He's a uh, professor named Samuel Stearns, who's a biologist. 
And then we cut to Emil, who's now out of the hospital, and his bone structure is starting to change. Uh-oh. And back at the lab, Stearns tries to hook Banner up to this machine in the hopes of curing him. He instead turns him into the Hulk, but he loads the... He puts the uh, cure into Hulk, and then he turns back into Bruce. So they're like, oh, maybe we fixed it. So Stern then reveals that, hey, look, I created a bunch of Hulk blood, and it's going to cure all these diseases. And Bruce is like, no, 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 you have to destroy all this. It's too dangerous. Yeah. But Emil and his team break in. They arrest Bruce. Ross tells Bruce, if you took this from me, you'll be in a hole the rest of your life. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, Emil threatens Stearns to make him like the Hulk. And this is where Stearns like, oh, you already got some in you. You're an abomination. <laughs> Ooh. So, he said. Yeah, it's his name. Abomination. Yep. Yep. So uh, Stearns does the, uh, does turns Emil. Or he, he, he gives him, like, the, the Bruce Banner blood. So he's got the initial stuff that he had in him, plus the Hulk blood. So, so then... He turns Emil into Mr. Orange. Not really. It's just a big orange version of Hulk. Yeah. But he played Mr. Orange in Reservoir Dogs. Buddy, I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. I wouldn't understand. Ugh, it's a great movie. But You're a great movie. Smart people will appreciate that joke, because Abomination fair. was orange. Well, fair enough. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. So also, Stern's got some blood... Some of Bruce's blood in a cut on his forehead, and it causes his head to mutate some. So mm. we're still waiting on that payoff 13 years later. <laughs> hey, maybe World War did that. The World War Hulk, we might see that payoff. Definitely. <laughs> yep. You know, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, if, uh, look, if, um, Obadiah's men could be the guys who work for Mysterio, then anything's possible. Yeah. So Ross's helicopter circles back when they see Abomination destroying the city, and they go back, and Bruce turns into the Hulk, so it was not cured. And we get our Hulk versus Abomination fight. It's good stuff. And yeah. during their fight, the helicopter with Ross in it uh, crashes. Meanwhile, Abomination has a Hulk pinned to the wall. He stabs him with in the chest with his protruding elbow bone. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it looked painful. Uh, Hulk yeah. then battles back. He actually rips the bone out of his arm and stabs Abomination with it. It's Jesus. Good stuff. And he nearly strangles Abomination to death with a chain, which I guess, you know, no matter how big he is, he's still got to breathe. And then Betty begs him to stop. So maybe Abomination will show up again because he didn't die. Yeah. So after the fight, Hulk runs off into the night. Apparently Hulk ran all the way... From across North America because we cut and he's like British Columbia. So, all right. And he's living in a cabin and working on his anger, except we see that he can now turn into Hulk without the increased heart rate. So good for him. Can now go back to having sex. Cut to Ross, who's in a bar and he's approached by Tony Stark. I could have sworn this is a post-credit scene. It was not. There was no post-credit scene. Nope. And Tony Stark shows up. And he's like, we're putting together a team. And Ross just says, who's we? Well, Tony Stark and Nick Fury, I guess. Don't know why he'd go to Ross. Like, he didn't want Ross's help. He wants Hulk's help. Yeah, come on. 
Anyway, he should be going to British Columbia. But well, roll credits, no post credits. Yeah, he doesn't know how to get to British Columbia, maybe. Maybe Tony Stark just doesn't think the rest of the world exists for some reason, even though he was just in Afghanistan. Maybe. But uh, I wonder if the if the Hulk movie is the only one without a post-credit scene. There's a uh, trivia. In the MCU, you mean? Could be, yeah. Mm. Unless... Uh, Let's uh, Apple. Unless Apple TV bumped this. No, because Wikipedia doesn't show that it's a post-credit scene. Yeah. Well, like I said, unless Apple, like I said, unless Apple TV decided to, you know, cut, copy, cut and paste the uh, post-credit scene before the credits. But I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would either. Now, with that being said, folks, we're going to rate this movie on a scale of 1 to 10. Of course, 10 being the best. And I'm going to start. I really enjoyed this, man. I mean, this was entertaining from basically from start to start to end. I, I enjoyed most of the actors here. Um, the plot points were strong. I, I'm giving this the, the action was great. I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. It's not a perfect movie, but it, it is a damn good one. All right. Yeah, this was such an upgrade over that first one. The uh, first one, like I said, the main criticism is just how do you make Hulk boring? Like, you just shouldn't. And You, you don't have any action. That's how you make it. <laughs> exactly. And it's like Hulk is all action. That's all he is. He's not a complex yeah. character. Bruce Banner is, but Hulk is just his literal, his catchphrase is Hulk smash. And it's like you figured out a way to make that boring. I don't know how, but this had a lot of great, fun action. There was a lot more Hulk in it. We didn't have to wait 45 minutes into the movie to finally see Hulk. Uh, we had a a, um, a villain that made sense. I remember Nick Nolte. We're like, what even is his power? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, he's turning to, like, Thunder Man and Water Guy, and, and like, this sucks. Like, just give me another giant Hulk, which Abomination was. So, all that being said, I'll go uh, seven and a half. Uh, it was great, you know, we'll miss you, Edward Norton, you know, quick pit stop in the MCU, but, uh, we got, uh, I won't say a big movie okay. next week, but we got a, uh, a, a debuting actor who will so, play a big role in the podcast down the road. Guys, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna break the fourth wall here. No, okay? no, no. I'm doing it. They, oh. they our listeners have every right to know what's happening. So this is dropping on uh, 16 days from now. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's dropping on um, bu- 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 the 10th. November 10th. Okay. So the episode dropping on next week, November 17, is wanted. Mm-hmm. For extenuating circumstances, we are recording slightly out of order. Our next recording is going to be Hancock, and then after that, we are going to record Wanted approximately one week later. So well, I'll, I'll tell people the reason. Okay. Uh, look, I didn't uh, think first off, this first far. Off, oh, go ahead. First off, this isn't entirely an Eddie thing because I actually own both of the next upcoming movies on Blu-ray, so it's not really an issue for me. But proceed. I didn't, I didn't know you own Hancock. Yeah. Oh, I knew you were unwanted, but well, and look, I'm I'm sure you'd want to do this even if you didn't own these. Uh, 
And it's not so much the money. It's $4. That's not a lot. It's the yeah. principle because it's like we're so deep. Like, I get it. In the early 90s, late 80s, yeah, you're, you're going to have movies that are tougher to find. Fine. Yeah. I can't not believe that Wanted and Hancock are not on a streaming service that you have to, like, how is Wanted not on HBO Max? They air it all the time. Yeah. So, uh, but as of, as of actually a couple hours ago, Hancock finished on TNT, and I recorded it, and Wanted on November 3rd, this will be too late by the time you hear it, so sorry, but uh, it's airing on TNT. So I'm saving $8, not because $8 is a lot, it's not, but uh, I just don't like having to pay for movies when it's like, why are these not on, you know... And same with Incredible Hulk. Like, what? What are you not doing on Disney Plus? Get your ass over to Disney Plus, Hulk. Like, come on. How do they not own this? Uh, but luckily, uh, Punisher Warzone, which is coming up, is on uh, HBO, and then Dark Knight I own, so we're good. Yeah. The next couple weeks after that, but yeah, I'm just like, how are we? It's 2008. How are we still having to pay for these movies? Come on. As such, with Wanted, you can rent that for $4, you know, with the usual suspects, whether it's, you know, Apple TV, uh, Prime Video, uh, YouTube, whatever, you know, whatever rental service you need, um, it's going to be there. So check that out. Well, um, I'll just I'll just say this. If, I, if we ever come up on a movie I own that you don't, that is airing on TNT, friend of the podcast, Ted Turner... Uh, we can record out of order if it needs to help uh, give you enough time to uh, record said episode. Well, that's the thing. I'm adaptable. I don't want to kill the bank just because you don't want to spend $4. So I am. <laughs> I don't want to spend $4. It's the principle. It's stupid no, that these are not available. These are I'm fairly saying, big name movies now. Eddie, this isn't. Uh, you're, you're, you're a principled man, and I appreciate yes, that about yes. you. Well, look, like I said, these are, if it if it was a small movie, you know, whatever, fine. I you know, I get it. But these yeah. are these are you know, one stars Angelina Jolie, the other stars Will Smith. These are big name actors. These are A listers. By the way, Angelina Jolie movie we're gonna review like two weeks after Eternals comes out. Oh uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Well, folks, that is the show. We thank you for listening. And I'm going to quote Edward Norton when I say, no, he actually said this in Spanish, I assume. Do they speak Spanish over in Brazil? Or am I stupid? Um, they speak, uh, I believe it's Portuguese, but they're similar. Yes, yes, Portuguese. Pardon me. Well, in Portuguese, this man said, don't make me hungry. You won't like me when I'm Hungry.
Yeah.